And you join us live on the ever-popular show, the Danny Trio Fan Podcast. Which, for some reason, people are listening to now. <laughs> I don't know why. What's wrong with you? They they uh, have good taste disease, is what they have. It's incurable. They've got something incurable. I don't know if it's good taste disease or not. <laughs> well, we're the ones who are watching these movies, so we're the chumps here. We're, we're the guinea pigs for this, your... This one could be okay, though. 1991 Double Crossed. With Dennis Hopper, and it's got Dennis Hopper standing in front of a flag, and there's some fire in the bottom there. Flag, which, which, fire. which flag is it? American flag. Oh, okay, flag it's going to be bad. It's going to be terrible. Based on a true story, this made-for-cable film tells about Barry Seal, a pirate... Pirate? No. A pilot who was a drug smuggler for the infamous Medell Cartel out of Colombia. Didn't uh, Tom Cruise just make a movie about this? Was that for... Pablo Escobar. Different, different. Different people, same deal. A lot of different cartels, to be honest. He was caught by the US uh, Drug Enforcement Administration and decided to turn over and help the DA break the cartel. However, he got caught in the middle of the Russian Bush administration efforts to topple the Nicaraguan government in the 80s, in which Nicaraguan rebels called Contras were allowed to smuggle cocaine into the US in exchange for the fighting against the leftist Nicaraguan government. Eventually, Seal was murdered by his former... Medellinian partners and some critics say it was a tactic if not implicit convince convenience of the US at, at the convenience of the US administration and this is only two hours long I mean <laughs> it's an hour I'm looking at it now an hour and 50 minutes and I'm not sure I'm going to be awake <laughs> let's crack on with it let's then. go let's go let's go Bye, Some of that spicy background hey, music. Got like oh, a top villain and the co-star Ooh. in there. That's something. That's that's good. That's not nothing. Like, you don't need to watch any more of this. That's all you need to see. Barry Seal's an annoying southern cunt who laughs at every other word he says. There we go. That's that's the review. <laughs> Danny Trio was in it for a bit. I did not like that movie. That was <laughs> terrible. And it started off, and I was kind of enjoying it. This could be like a good fun because they had that bit at the beginning where they showed like the plane dropping drugs and it looked like a GTA mission. Yeah. And they yeah. played some jaunty music. I was like, okay, this could be entertaining. Jaunt, very jaunty. But the jaunts did not last, did they? Oh, yeah. And uh, Dennis Hopper, who plays the most annoying character ever put to film, named Barry Seal, uh, gets arrested right off the get-go. And he's just all smug and laughing. Because and... He, he laughs at every other fucking word he says, and it's a, it's the most annoying goddamn habit I've seen in anything. He does a shout-out to Midnight Express, though. <laughs> so I was like, that, that, that was fun. So the movie is about, like, the description uh, it's about drug trafficker uh, turns on the drug traffickers to get out of a prison sentence yeah which is a premise I'm familiar but with and fine get, with he doesn't immediately do that because he gets arrested in South America and he's all smug and happy he pisses on some dude's shoes mm. he gets arrested another, a lot doesn't he meets some other good old southern boy and like let's team up together and they have that brilliant line 
I've got all these grown up toys and I was like, Yeah, these two are gonna these two are gonna fuck this. They never do. My my first major problem with this movie was the fact that his uh, his co pilot was the bad guy in the police cabinet movies. And you can't get past something like that, man. <laughs> You, you can't not see the bad guy from the Police Academy movies. It's been a long time since I've seen the Police Academy movies, so I didn't really uh, pick up on uh, that. Yeah, they're, they're pretty well etched in my mind, the Police Academy movies. And only thing I remember is the, the guy who did all the sound effects. And even then, I can Winslow. hazily remember his face. But it, it, then it set the problem of, like... I could not take Dennis Hopper's character seriously in this. I, I had no idea what the tone because, like... When he first turns and he's like in that restaurant talking on the phone, and he's like, "Oh no, uh, Danny Trio's coming! Don't talk on him!" It's like he's like bumble fucking around on purpose and having yeah. the jaunts. It's like, oh, okay, this is gonna be just him dicking around. Because that's why I thought like changes. the more I watch, I don't think Dennis Hopper would give a bad performance. I can't like say because I, I think he basically played the character as it was written, and the character was written like this smug fucking everything I say is hilarious. <laughs> Like, literally every other line he says he laughs at himself. It's mm. grotesque. It's like there's no other way to say it. It's just super annoying more than anything. Yeah. Like the, the main character was so annoying. And it, they give you this whole thing, like, um, he basically, he is a drug trafficker. Let's be honest. He, he flies he traffics to South drugs, America. Yeah. He drops drugs for, you know, sells drugs for people. So he is a bad dude, regardless of what your feelings are. Facilitating the are. actions of bad dudes. Yeah, he's doing that, and he gets called up and gets gets arrested. And they like, oh, you got to. The only way to get out of this is to work for us and inform for us. He jumps at that. He leaps at. Yeah, I'll do that. That's Grass. fine. Get me out of. Get me out of jail. And um, he has his first like the first time he goes to court, and he's like, "Oh, the DAA on here to look mm-hmm. after me," and he gets sentenced to ten years. And the DAA show up, and they're like, "Oh, you know." We still need you to do stuff. He's like, "Fuck you! I'm not doing stuff for you." When he immediately switch, he, they don't show any character development. It's just instantly like that is the yeah. The next scenes I'm coming out of jail. You know, I've had time to think about. It. We haven't had time to think about it, Barry Seal. So he visits the the DA visit him in jail, and he's freaking out on them like out of command, out of command. And yeah. then the next scene is uh, he's getting into the DA's car. And the, the the agents like, "Oh, sorry, I had to spend two days in jail there, mate." And I know if you don't want to help us, that's fine. And then he just, Dennis Hopper just goes like, "I've had a lot of time to think about it, and I think this is the right thing to do." Yeah. But, but the way we he says it, have time to think about it. Yeah. Though, as an audience, Why we've the... just seen him go from "I've been unlawfully locked up" to "You know what? I'm a bad dude." Why the Let's... fuck wouldn't you just show him sitting in his cell with just a, a thoughtful look on his face, just going, mm, mm, "Or mm. even." Or he, the bigger big deal about drugs being bad. Why yeah. not show a guy have an overdose or something? Boom, exactly. Yeah. He's in prison. There's going to be lots of like sketchy people in there. Just show him talking to sketchy people. And sort of looking at sketchy people. Oh, that guy's fucked his life up probably yeah. because of drugs that he may have got from me. Oh, shit, I'm a bad person. Yeah, but they just jump to like, uh, and then we're expected to, because drugs are bad and if you do them, you should feel bad. Okay, that we're, we're meant to as an audience just feel like, ah, oh, yeah, fuck the drug dealers. But... They've been paying his way for the past, like, God knows how long. They make a big point about... They make a lot of time skips where, so where he's selling drugs skips. and he's making so much money. And just shows... It's like the end in The Goodfellas where he's making shitloads of money. and like, yeah, this is great. This is wonderful. And he's mocking the cops going, yeah, I'm going to be here all day. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about it? He's just it's, he's just a, such an unlikable character. There's when he gets out of the prison and then he's in the car and then he goes and makes a phone call or something. And then the, the two DA dudes, like, one of them says to the other one, is like... Uh, 
don't you go falling in love with this guy basically yeah. he's just like i thought you i thought you liked him and, he, and then the other guy says like well i don't want to like him i'm trying really hard not to like <laughs> he's him. he's so charming and... like, well fucking a be professional and just keep feelings out of it and yeah. b what else was there to like about him you know what the the problem is like, i looked at the director's imdb for this you know what he's done a lot of christian movies does that not click together perfectly yeah. for you? it's just it's the superimposed morality of it's like oh well you hate drugs so we don't need to ex- bother explaining yeah. to you why drugs are bad or we don't need to bother explaining to you how he came around to this point of view drugs are bad drugs are bad automatically bad but even christianity doesn't have a problem with drugs if you re- if you read the bible okay here we go it's <laughs> well i'm not a bible expert but i have read it once and i don't think there was anything in there that says like Maybe there's something in Leviticus that's just a huge pile of shit, but because uh, Leviticus is just like all the shit that basically makes evangelical Christianity. Yep. Um, and it's the most boring bit of it, so you'd be falling asleep going, oh, what begat, who begets what? And all of a sudden you've just internalised this stuff about uh, not sleeping with lobsters or eating, <laughs> eating man flesh or whatever that shit was about. And so there might be something in there that's like tucked away in there that says don't do drugs and also... Here's some stuff about... Uh, and the Lord wearing, doth say winners tra- don't do drugs. Blended blended fabrics. But I don't think they, they have a problem with it. It's just America's weird, evangelical, twisted version of Christianity. That well, what, If we could have examined morals and causes and like political like factions doing shit. like Because the, the one thing I was looking forward to doing this is the movie explains to me what the hell the Contras was. Because yeah. I've heard it enough times in different things that I kind of want to know. Like Barry Clements did stuff with the Contras and that was good but then getting bored during this movie and then Google on it like the Contras were like bad guys doing good things because the Nicaraguan government were like left wing and the Contras were like the right wing resistance fighters and the CIA at that time were all uh, well like anyone who has any single left wing leaning will have just have all of the American army just pointed at them ready to have a Vietnam on their ass yep man they did a whole bunch of murder and, but I mean, that, none of that South came America, up in the movie they fucked up Jamaica they fucked up uh, huge massive chunks of the Middle East like Iran if you look into the history of Iran like they had like a left wing kind of fairly tolerant government um, until the CIA showed up and started fucking with the Ayatollahs and oh, man, stolen their own people and then you end up with, you know... We're going to piss off a lot of right-wing Americans. Good. I mean, I'm I say, pretty I sure s- they're the people who want to listen to this. What but. are they going to do? They're going to come to England. They're pussies without their guns. Oh. They're going to waddle up to our front door. Hey, you can't say that about my America. We just push him over. Well, I, I want listeners, so I disagree <laughs> with what Matt Holland said. <laughs> I love you all and your big phallic guns. (laughs) And your big fat can't even get out of your fucking deck. So this movie, right? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Let's go back there. I think we just covered all the bases in yeah, there. Yeah, pretty the, much. It, it was is, so so very uninteresting. There's a lot of huge sections where it was just really boring. It's like a long ass movie, wasn't it? One of my favorite bits is where um, when when he's in prison and they're saying basically the whole point of the scene is you got to turn informant to work for us, and I've just written it. I've just said that with more finesse than they did it's pretty much turn informant the only way to move forward is for you to advance the plot Barry Seal and of course Barry Seal goes southern witticisms (laughs) and goes on with it so unlikable he's such an unlikable human being I mean he may have been alright the actual person may have been maybe he he did have like some redeeming but this movie didn't show any of them 
so we can only go with what we've seen on screen. It's funny how this might be a bit of a tangent. It's like how a well-made movie can turn your opinion on something. He's adamant that he deserves to not do prison time for this. Yeah. Even though like, you did do the crime. He like, did something yeah. to do with the crime. It's like when you watch the the Biggie movie and the Tupac movie. I, the Biggie movie is just a better made movie. So it makes Biggie look like a nice dude. Whereas in the Biggie, the Tupac movie, it's, you know, like, because they're, they're both crossing over. Like, the same guy plays Biggie in both movies as well. Ah, but he, he just comes across as just like the, the, the guy who was, you know, behind all the murder and stuff in the Tupac movie because it's focusing on Tupac. Whereas in the Biggie movie, he just comes across as a great guy. And he but, played the same. Uh, fair yeah. play to him if he can do both roles. That's, that's pretty mm, impressive. But at the same time, like, the, the, the Tupac character in that movie is more flushed out because so you get to see, like, him fucking up a few times and stuff while also being, like, the, the savior of the ghetto and stuff. Not like Tupac ties into this movie out Danny Trio at all. But, it's but like, what it's I'm saying is movies, contain, movies can change your opinions and stuff. And It's like biography, like a good filmic biography can sort of show the good and the bad and still make you sort of have a better opinion of someone kind of this thing. didn't even do any like mucky grey area stuff which is he a great movie bad, tactic all... it was just like oh fuck that guy it was like he was all bad all the time and it's not even like bad is good or bad is cool it's just he is just a fucking monster pretty much I feel there was a way to make that movie much better yeah. where you could have had him like, like oh yeah he, uh, someone needed to do this Yeah, it did stop the flow of drugs for a bit and there's a lot of um, telling without showing as well it's like he does two flights to Nicaragua or like to different South American countries and like does good work and everything and then they he that's just it there's two flights no one gets arrested mm-hmm. as far as we can see it's just he, he just gets some pictures of people and fucks off back to America and he goes and oh wasn't I the best agent you ever had like, yes you were Barry yes you were <laughs> that does like, happen. he really really wasn't like, let's go oh, back on but, the street but guys. no no the best bit when he's, he's going in his big plane to for, it had the feeling of this is going to be the big oh job my God, yeah. although I didn't understand why that was any bigger than the Does other he, jobs he says to his co-pilot it's like no you can't come with me on this one and he's like no you always need me Barry you always the need me police no, academy needs one. you so he goes off and you think oh this is, this is the minute where he gets you know killed by the Nicaraguans and that's what starts all the bullshit and he just he gives like this um, things like everyone's well all's well I think okay, maybe that was the last message you sent before he died. No, it was another hour of the movie. But, like I thought that was the end. That was, that was a climax. That was a beginning, a middle, and an end, and then an hour and a half of fucking shit. At it the was end. the best Packed scene of the whole thing because it was just so terrible. Because while he's gone, <laughs> oh god, yeah, forgot about his, his lonely police academy mates just standing outside like a dog, <laughs> just waiting for his master to come out of the shops. <laughs> the DA was like, "Should we get him something to eat?" He's like, oh, well, he'll come in when he wants to. He just shows him just sort of kicking his heels, walking like the kicking loneliest co-pilot. <laughs> <laughs> the loneliest co-pilot in the whole world. It's like Jesus sitting there on the swing, <laughs> just, like, just being like sad and lonely. And the DE agents as well, they're just like sitting there waiting for him to come out. Jeez, I hope he's okay. The DEA agent, uh, I think his name was Dave, um, he, they have this scene where he's putting a gun at his uh, Barry Seal going you better what, straighten up and fly right and like oh, I don't like this guy he's full of himself and then two scenes later with no fucking reason why suddenly he's off his ass like oh this is the greatest agent we've ever yeah, had no relationships were developed to the point that his wife was only in it twice three yeah. times if you count that you last bit you don't even bit. see his kids until the very end and there's they kids, don't even mention they have kids. His kids show up like when the IRS show up, say, "Well, you owe a lot of back taxes because you know you've basically been a drug dealer for fucking twenty <laughs> years." 
Um, so we're here to repossess all your shit. And as kids, just they just show up. And it's like they give these big puppy dog eyes at the camera, then look judgmentally down at Barry Seal. And it's like, ooh, you let down these adorable orphans. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, America. <laughs> but then I was thinking, this isn't an American thing. This is like, I'm pretty sure British TV shows that are shit do this exact same thing. It's like, look at these adorable children you're letting down. Fucking breeders. <laughs> Wow, you're just all over the soapboxes today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I've been sitting two hours watching one of the worst films I've ever seen. I it was pretty fucking bad. But like, Guns was bad. At least Guns had tits. <laughs> I mean, Guns was bad, but in an enjoyable way. This was just bad in a bad way. But early does Danny Trejo. Yeah, that's the best part of this Let's movie. Let's talk about the best part of this movie. He shows up 15 minutes in, more or less, um, in and he's nice in it shirt, for a good 15 minutes. The beach. He doesn't die. He's basically, yeah. as far as we know, still alive and still yeah, yeah. out of prison. Yeah, he, he doesn't get any comeuppance, which is something that Danny Trio changed later on in his career, that he'd only play bad guys if he got to die on screen so he could show kids like it doesn't ah. pay to be a bad guy. Good on Danny Trio. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. That's yeah. why we do this. <laughs> but like, this was the first thing you've seen him trying to be more Mexican as well. Like He, he put on a bit of a Mexican yeah. accent, which I wasn't the biggest fan of. I mean, but obviously he's playing a... Because Danny Trio is, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, Latino-American. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, born in America. Whereas he's playing, like, a straight-up Mexican-South American yeah, character so. who has to do the accent kind of thing. So it's a bit more Which he still, does it, he still does it good. It's not like he's yeah. bad. It's just, you know, jarring to hear him um, sort of doing a quite exaggerated accent. That's all the key points of this movie. <laughs> the SAS, they have this, as far as I've read, they do this... Um, test at the very end where you basically got to run for miles with a huge ass fucking pack on your back um, and they say you got to run 10 miles or whatever it is and then at the 10 mile point you're meant to get like a get picked up by some jeeps and taken back and there's no jeeps in eyesight right. and it's like <laughs> shit what do we do and some people just like break because it's a long fucking way to run yeah. and they just drop down and fuck can't go on the people who run like another 5-6 miles they get to like a, the jeep checkpoint that's actually further on and they're the ones who are like tough enough to do the rest nice. of the training this is what this movie was like it's like you get to the end it's like oh we've made it to the end the climax has happened and then oh no no it's still going and the bit that's happening is the most boring shit you've ever seen it's it's courtroom drama without the drama it's just courtroom jargon it's different courtrooms for no conceivable reason just thrown at you one of the worst courtroomy bits I've ever seen, because like this, this the first judge was all like nice and understanding, and the second one was just being a dick. But the first judge who was nice and understanding was the same one who was like, "You're an evil man, and yeah. you're going to jail." He's like, "I said you were an evil so man. There you go. You're your, all right, guy." There's your redemption arc. Yeah. End of the movie. Nope, no. You got another courtroom. And then there's another guy who's saying like, "I'm going to sentence you to live in a homeless man's house because apparently that's a power I have." Yeah, it's they they do this thing where they say like, "Oh, you're um, there's Oliver North." Is you know is a character in it, and he sort of rats out Barry Seal for the Washington Post, and he and the... why did he do that? Um, I'm sure if you read the history, it would make sense, some sense. But it's a bit like we're assumed to know this history; they don't tell us it. It's like, oh well, you know, I believe his... in freedom. What don't his, you? His position? Like... What, what? What? He was in the army. I know Oliver North's kind of like a right wing hero. He's a bit of a like. Only from American Dad. Yeah, I, I remember song. the tune of the song. I just, it's been uh, that long since I've seen it. I don't remember the song itself. That's why I got the whole, uh, like the Nick, the, the um, 
let's call them the Contras were the right wing ones and the Nicaraguan government were the left wing ones okay. sort of thing he was like oh he, he was he may have done some bad stuff but we he got those the, the democratically Dang. elected governments in Nicaragua though <laughs> gotta give him that so he kind of rats Barry Seal out and he's so the, the actor who plays him is so smug about it he so it's like this is this well. is your right wing hero and you're making him look like a fucking knobhead which as far as I can say he actually probably was but. so he rats him out and the, con- the I keep saying the Contras they're not the Contras the, uh, the drug dealers put like a million dollar bounty on his head so basically sending him to a Salvation Army sort of halfway house for half his life is basically a death sentence because that's like no security mm. and that's where he gets killed in the end spoiler alert <laughs> he, gets, he gets killed when he pulls up outside for <laughs> the first time and yeah. he do that he did that fucking annoying movie trope thing of like he sees the gunman coming and then you know, he gets he the nods, gun like, yeah. and then he just smiles and like oh I'm content with this father <laughs> forgive them for they know not what they do <laughs> <laughs> he may as well have said that but then he wouldn't say that he'd be like father forgive him because I may not <laughs> and then he gets killed god his fucking laugh was annoying I mean it wasn't yeah his last words to his wife as well is brilliant it's like he, he's going out and he's like where are you going I'm going jogging um, <laughs> so, and he's like what, what What do you know I know what a wife knows that's that's a line that's in this movie and his last not the wife well developed character the, the wife who has not as far as I can say get given a name just says like I love you his last words to her are woo <laughs> and then a nod that's it that's that's literally it you can watch that scene not that I'd recommend it no this is and the assassin wastes a lot of bullets um, I feel like comes out of with an Uzi that's he? expensive you know I mean I'm not an assassin as far as you know but I don't think I'd use that many bullets That that's cutting into my overhead that's you know oh man so there was nothing in this is, that was no. good I mean it was a, a confusing, boring, long movie, but it wasn't confusing in that there was so much to follow. It was confusing in that they did do a good job of explaining yeah, there much was, of what was happening. I, I get the impression they could have made this so much better than they actually did. And stylistically as well, it was like like the the lights were terrible. It was it was too shiny. The sound was awful. You couldn't hear anything yeah. for some scenes. There was a bit like in the middle. It's the, all the dialogue seemed to just drop out, and we couldn't hear any of it. No, uh, no character seems to know their emotion because there was no direction from the story of what they should be doing or and why. And of course, it does end in a massive thing with a massive speech. One of the actual speech that um, Ronald Reagan gave about the Contras. I'm like, oh, showing some of the pictures gonna, of Contras. We're gonna show these left wing what's it's a fucking <laughs> heave ho or whatever. God bless America. Well, 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 well. well. It's one president impression I can do, mummy. Economics and making a comeback, <laughs> mommy. So, so yeah. terrible movie. Awful. Yeah, bad movie. One wouldn't, of the worst. Wouldn't, wouldn't suggest watching. Uh, I just. It's not even not bad fun. in the sense that you can have a good time mm-hmm. with it. It's just a long, boring. Give it a pass. To get nowhere. It just... So trios, the trios, there. machetes though. I feel like we should give more machetes to this one because trio is in it for longer. So. We need to at least encourage. Yeah, he's not definitely that, the best character in the whole thing. The past to make movies, yeah. <laughs> make more of Danny Trail movies. But we you hear that the past, book your ideas up. Cast him and everything. He'd make a good James Bond, <laughs> by the way. Don't see him in the running. So you, you, how many machetes are you gonna give her? <laughs> give it two, just on the understanding that it's for Danny Trail and not for the for anyone else. All right. 
Okay. But with the 15 minutes Danny Trio was in this movie, he carried it for the rest of them. Yes, top performance from the trees there. 1991, good good year for the trees because there's another one coming up for him now. And it is called Carnal Crimes. This could be good. And the cover looks quite erotic. Don't listen to this one in front of your mothers. If that's something people do. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picturing the people gathering around the family wireless to listen to us. And the first thing we do is make fun of this stupid government. Although Elias is young and beautiful. Oh, is that Elsie? Elsie? Elsie is young. Although Elsie is young and beautiful. Her husband is no longer interested in having... Oh my god, this is going to be brilliant. Her husband is no longer interested in having vanilla sex with her. So let's destruct that sentence. He's no longer interested in having vanilla sex with her. Suggests that they always had vanilla sex and they were aware that it was vanilla sex. Not that the sex has become vanilla over time. It was straight up missionary, not looking each other in the eyes, covers over, pyjamas on. My kink is just shagging someone through through my wife runs. While whispering a prayer to God and hoping for fertility. Uh, carrying on. <laughs> this leaves her bored, unsatisfied, As it and well with might. problems during pup. <laughs> this could be the best one we've done. Can't even get the description and, of it. And with problems during public masturbation. Let's destruct that sentence next. Oh my She's god. She's more than unsatisfied and has problems with public masturbation. Um, I've never had a problem with public masturbation, despite uh, what the police might have you believe. Is the problem that she can't do it or she's doing it too much? She's doing it wrong? Is she I sitting hope... there on the back of the bus just oh trying to shove an elbow in her vagina? I fucking hope that it is. And it's like, excuse me, lady. I'll show you how to do this. And who is it? It's Danny, Danny Trio. Trio. And I'm going to show you how to masturbate. I know a lot about tacos. Oh my god. I would watch that, I would watch that movie. Someone make this movie now. Oh, that's offensive, racist, and sexist. I don't think it's racist, but I think, well, the taco thing maybe. Well, it was a vagina metaphor in my defense. Your Honor. Tumblr. <laughs> Sentences down. <laughs> How are we gonna get through the movie? <laughs> then she meets the mysterious photographer Rennie and experiences unknown measures of lust and passion. Is that guy played by Danny Trejo? <laughs> God, I hope so. The affair suddenly becomes deadly danger. Becomes deadly danger. That's not. Well, I don't think there's any, there's any danger that isn't deadly, but... The affair suddenly like becomes a... deadly danger when she learns the that he, sus, he suspected of... What? This, <laughs> this is all over the place. What? And I bet this no, none of this is going to show up the in the movie. The affair suddenly becomes deadly danger when she learns that he's suspected of woman slayer. <laughs> that's word for word what that says. That's not me. Oh, is that from IMDb? That's, as well? that's, that's the so top on IMDb. That's not my dyslexic brain. I had some troubles with some of those words. I'll admit it. But that is how that's written. Deadly danger of woman slayer. Deadly danger when she learns that he's suspected of woman slayer. Oh my god. Woman slayer would be a better title for this. My god. 
That is fascinating. I cannot <laughs> wait to watch this. And thing is, the people who wrote that probably weren't dyslexic. <laughs> they were just probably, stupid. Like, so, no, it's, no, it's probably like foreign dudes who like are into all this garbage because they've only just got the VHS tapes <laughs> over there last year. Uh, what's the trio? I really hope he's the photographer. That, that would just no, be he's wonderful. Not. Doug Jones is in it. You know the 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 slender man who oh, plays yeah. monsters. In. I didn't realize he was working that long. Oh yeah, long time. But I doubt he's going to be playing a costumed monster in this. So that would be interesting. Oh <laughs> just comes in his hands, man. This guy's. Let me show you how to masturbate in public. Hold my eyeballs. Oh my god, that would just make. I'll pull this bus over. <laughs> you have a monster. Freak. I can reach right the way from the back and everything. Oh, that would just make this movie complete. Just some absolute garbled public masturbation nonsense. And then Doug Jones shows up dressed as a fucking pale man. With his hands just twiddling. <laughs> Deadly danger of woman slayer. In his, oh. his pan's labyrinth, like Spanish accent voice, is like, are you the woman slayer? Who understands this slayer? Oh, I would want, I, I, if this is not the movie we should write this movie get Doug Jones oh. I mean as we've as we've already discussed you write the script okay. Dying Trio will come he'll <laughs> just appear and he'll okay. do it for you we've spent more time talking about and enjoying the description of the next movie than the two hours we just spent on oh why do we do this it's a public service people need to know these things okay let's wrap that up and join us next week for a very enjoyable yeah, episode god i hope so <laughs> thank oh you god, i hope it's not gonna be shit <laughs> thank you dietary uh,